Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the EG Property Podcast with me, EG Editor Sam McClary. In this episode, I'm in conversation with Ros Good from Everson Young to talk about one of my most favourite topics, talent. The real estate industry is an industry that offers some tremendous career opportunities, but it's also an industry that's struggling to get that message across to a diverse group of potential future leaders. While many firms operating in the sector have their own apprenticeship schemes in a bid to open up the industry to that wider talent base, during COVID, a lot of those apprenticeship levy pots have been underutilised. But there is a way that real estate can help careers for people in real estate-linked sectors and beyond by gifting a proportion of that apprenticeship levy to SMEs through the London Progression Collaboration. Averson Young signed up to the scheme in March last year and has taken a lot away from being involved in it. Here, Roz talks about how the scheme works and why real estate needs to be more joined up when it comes to bringing a wider selection of talented individuals into its workforce. Enjoy. So I am joined on today's EG Property podcast with the very wonderful, almost my favourite, because I can't have an exact favourite because I have to be objective, but almost the favourite, the wonderful Ros Good from Everton Young. How are you doing? I'm very well, Sam, and uh, thank you very much for having me. Very excited to be talking to you this morning. It's an absolute pleasure because we're going to be talking about one of my one of my um, most favourite things to talk about in real estate, which is talent and um, attracting the right talent, investing in the right talent, and and just being able for real estate to tell tell a story that is the right story for it to tell and to showcase actually that real estate does do some some good. You know, it's not it's not. Um, it's not all what people might think it to, to be. And and um, so we're here to talk about the reskilling the recovery um, program. And you and I first talked about this back in March last year when um, you guys were really keen to make a pledge um, to to get um, or to help people sort of into into the industry. And, and we're calling on on um, other people in the industry to do the do the same. But can we let's roll back in time a little bit and and tell us about how how you came across the reskilling the recovery and, and and what it's what it's meant to to you yeah thank you sam and just really delighted to have a, a bit of airtime on this um because i was banging on your door a year ago to um help me promote this um i came across the london progression collaboration actually through a conversation with George Pipe at a um, London First event, I think it was, and I was quizzing him about apprenticeships, and he put me in touch with the mayoral team, who duly put me in touch with the London Progression Collaboration, which is a, um, a collaboration between uh, JP Morgan and the mayor's office, and um, got in touch with a very talented group of, of young people uh, within that organization um, who were just there to educate me over what I could do with the Avison Young Apprentice Levy Pot and um, the opportunity that I hadn't realized up until that point that you could allocate 25% of the funds that you have sitting in a pot, um, which most businesses will have it's it's um with um 
salaries of over three million, um, you start having to le- pay the levy. And if, if uh, the industry players are anything like us, we sit on a significant pot, which we desperately want to utilise. And my goodness me, didn't COVID bring that whole agenda of people losing jobs and the challenges of further blah, 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 blah. So it was very, very critical to mind. So um, in conversation, 25% of levy can be outsourced to a third-party provider who can um, mobilise apprenticeships for young people. And um, they were able to point me in the direction of the hospitality and construction sector as an area that we could focus on, which obviously would be resonating with me. And through the infrastructure they have in place, Sam, um, the whole thing is effectively mobilised by third parties using 25% of of a levy pot. And we were able to get um, three apprentices up and running in play. Um, I think one, we certainly had a a carpenter in the mix, um, an electrician in the mix, an administrator in the mix within a couple of months. So, you know, it was just, it was just a time that you wanted to be doing something. And it was something that was really positive when um, you were able to mobilize the pot that would otherwise, you know, we weren't bringing people in at the time. Um, so a great um, way to utilize. And it's just not very well known about. So um, it's an ongoing capacity to use that percentage of a pot year on year um, to put in the hands of um, third parties. And I'm aware of a number of, of big land, bigger landlords in our marketplace who are doing this. Fantastic for supply chain. You know, where, where, where you've got providers um, that are smaller industries that do have the challenges of bringing fresh, fresh and young talent in to be able to assist with utilising cash that you're not other, otherwise going to. And Sam, you and I have read the headlines in the last uh, 10, 10 or so days around the Times coverage of a billion pounds of unspent levy. Yeah, it's just so frustrating because you've got so many young people out there who would love to find themselves going from school into the workplace who wouldn't contemplate going into higher education and have access to higher education. And just think the the, the numbers that can be mobilized by mobilized by this sort of a of a structure. So um, how how easy is it to to do if you you know if you're aware of your your levy pot if you now because you've listened to this podcast aware that you can um you know free up 25 percent of that and and use it in a scheme like this is there then you know is there then a barrier to you know a lot of loopholes that you have to get get through to to enable that money to be used elsewhere or is it is it a pretty easy easy thing to do well um the london progression collaboration is, is an ongoing platform. Um, they are looking to mobilize themselves outside of, of London. Um, and they take care of it all for you, Sam. That's the beauty of it. So it's, it's for, for businesses like ours, it gives you a window on how funds are used. The third party platforms that are out there that can be the wraparound for apprentices 
in terms of the um, all the soft elements to looking after these young people because you know you you've got the job which is one thing but actually who's there to look after their welfare so there there are third party intermediaries involved in this process between the money and the end uh, employer um but the 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 uh, organization have the infrastructure so frankly it is working out the numbers that you can allocate and um the, the rest of the work is done for you um, and hugely rewarding because you get to understand, you, you get to select where you want the, the funds to go and the organisations that you want it to go to. So um, it couldn't be easier, Sam. It couldn't be easier. Sounds good. You you almost stole my next question there as well, which was, you know, what's in it? What's in it for you? How does it make you make you feel as a as a business um, being able to provide? provide elsewhere not just yeah. you know not just for the for the company but down the line yeah well i i, I think we are we are all thankfully so much more aware around the social mobility agendas as time goes on and never more so coming out of covid and i think um we are, we within the real estate industry we are all relieved to be seeing esg as a theme that is coming out ever stronger at the other side of, of COVID. And, and I think there is, uh, I'm sure I will be speaking for others within the industry of the apprenticeship um, route is a route we would all like to do better on, but actually the infrastructure that's in place and the fact that you can only use the levy for the, the training cost element is a little bit of a barrier to it. Um, and also, um, there's, there's far too many main, mainstream routes into the real estate industry, Sam, as you know. And I think for all of us, we want to be on, try and be able to do that better. And I think we are, um, as, as, as senior leaders within the real estate industry, looking at this an awful lot harder now than we have done. Hooray. Um, because there's a massive pivot that we need to do here. So, so for me... What this has um, opened up for, for, for us as, as an Avis and Young business is a fantastic way of mobilising cash that otherwise just goes back into government and is used in a way that we have no control over. And I, I would hope that we will see um, with all this conversation around the levy pot that is um, sitting in place, that, that it is looked at to be utilised in a different way because I think if you can have a contribution even 50% of the salary that can be put into the pot through the levy route that business then has to fund the residue of it it, it makes it a far easier conversation within an organisation like mine which is there as an advisory you, you generate fees as a consultancy blah, blah, blah. ultimately to have a conversation that says here is a, a an apprentice to bring into our business um it isn't costing your business unit 100 percent of, of a salary it's a it's a subsidized salary all the training is thrown in as well and the conversation becomes a much easier conversation sam um and by by being able to to outsource this element of of monies uh, what, what, a, what a fantastic way of making a contribution to someone who's completely unrelated to the business 
but is benefiting from us because otherwise it's the money's the money's lost the money's not 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 used and it, it's 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 that uh, an untapped area that i don't think business realizes is there hmm. so. and do do your apprentices that you've that you've funded um do they know that um they've been funded um by by you guys i'm just wondering if this long term i suppose helps the real estate industry in that it people will go oh hang on a minute you know i know i was doing my my apprenticeship is here it may be in hospitality but there's this up there's this world over here that is is really interesting and will that you know will that help us with the the too slow shift to making yeah. real estate much more open and inclusive well uh, yes and it's 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 small steps it's small steps sam and and as a as a as another aspect from the apprenticeship perspective that i'm involved in um is actually our emerging leader group at davison young um of our future talent um and you won't be surprised that sharing a group of of i'm not going to say they're all younger colleagues but but there's a there's a large cohort of younger colleagues oh my goodness me how focused are they on this as a what is this industry doing about social mobility and um as a as a byproduct of this um initiative it's given me a, 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 a window on the world of what needs are out there and um we've become part of the london enterprise advisory network which is enabling my young professionals to um create engagement with schools in the the outer london boroughs um to go into a partnership with head teachers from these schools to be a professionals going into a school environment, yes, talking to them about the real estate industry. And as you and I well know, Sam, out, out outside of our industry, we're not well recognized and understood. So I've got my young colleagues going out into these schools, talking to them about the built environment, but also talking to them about CV skills, presentation skills, how to write a letter. And they love it. Because for them, this is, I'm, I can go and talk about something I'm really passionate about. And we were talking about it only this morning, actually. We, we've, we've been out to Bromley College presenting to 100 young people through one of my um, young surveyors. And um, our challenge is we've got 12 of them saying, we want to know more. Can you do an internship? Can you do and I think this, this is the pivot that we need to be making as an industry of you know, Rod Good wants to be able to say, great, let's do an internship and be able to offer them not just a slot at Avis and Young, but a slot over LNG and British Land and Grosvenor, and, you know, and, and it, it, just to give these people some insights and, and that you start building this whole conversation around op- opportunity and access, apprenticeship levy comes in. And I, I, Sam, what do we need? <laughs> We need something like the accountancy profession have access to accountancy. Our industry and we as 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 players in the industry need to come together an awful lot better on this and create and 
wouldn't it be great for the RICS to do it in some shape or form, Sam? You know, with, with everything that's going on with that review, that we have more of a collective for this than we've got at the moment. Because everyone's doing great things. You know, I'm, I'm really proud of what I'm doing with, with Avis and Young on this because it's, we're just getting really stuck in, you know, rolling up the, the shirt, shirt sleeves. But for me, how much more powerful would we be to be bringing this together far more as a, as, as a collective initiative with a really fresh pair of eyes? So I was going to ask whose responsibility should it be? And I think you've mentioned the name that we know whose responsibility it should <laughs> should should be. But if uh, but I'm not sure that that's particularly likely right now. So how do we how do we make sure how do we get the the you know many different facets of real estate to come together on this? on this point and say look this is this is our future you know we talk about the future of real estate a lot and we talk about it in many different different ways we've been talking a lot about the future of the office but actually what's the future of real estate it is the people in it is the talent and the sector will only blossom if it's getting the right people in not the same people in the right the right people in so this is this is really important isn't it that we bring bring the market together but what do we you know what do we need to do to to enable that if a um a name that we have mentioned is not really going to be the one that is going to do that well uh it's the $64,000 question Sam and um I mean it, it, as as you know um I, I I get involved with real estate balance I think you've got a number of these umbrella organizations that are very focused around these sorts of conversations. And I think that, um, yes, we, we've got the, 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 the node entity that we would hope that can um, get involved in this. I, I think we've got to be realistic around the pace with this, Sam, just because we're coming out of COVID, we've got a lot of business to get back into business as usual. But I do think it's a business priority. And I think what's really, really good is it's the boardroom conversation. It's it's really going up that list of, of necessary to-dos. And with that, with, with, with business leaders in mind and public sector do it anyway, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a critical part of procurement now, Sam. It's in the private sector now. A critical part of procurement. Demonstrate to me that that you are doing everything that you should be doing in in this social mobility conversation. So, um, my ideal is this access to accountancy type of vehicle, and uh, and I think that we've got the ability to to get to something like that, Sam, um, by uh, sufficient voices and and you know we I, I don't wish to sort of ignore the, the sort of pathways to property. We've got some of these established structures there. But for me, there's a little bit of this, let's take a fresh look, let's take a look at it in a in a very forward thinking way, distinctly moving away from what we've done historically. Um, so uh, there, there's, a, there's, a, there's a powerful coming together of um, industry players, to my mind, to, to support into that type of a of a structure that can be sponsored 
sponsored by organisations like the one we're referring to. So um, it's going to need probably a handful of people just to throw their hands into the into the pot. Yes, I would. Uh, when I was having a um, quite regular now rant um, about <laughs> we like your rants. <laughs> yeah, they're great values, so they're great values. Value. <laughs> uh, and so I was ranting about the CVA process and the couple of um, uh, cases we've had um, recently that seemed to um, U-turn in, in the in the space of a of a week. And I was um, talking about you know the the lack of voice that or one voice that real estate has. And yeah. the wonderful Dan Dan Hughes um, tweeted a, an image to show the number of voices there are in real estate, and he compared it with with banking. And it was it was it was ridiculous. No, no wonder no one hears and we never really get anything anything done. So I think it's maybe the solution is we look at all of those those um, groups and a, and a person from each comes together and we there's a board or something that is created yeah. that says, OK, here's the three big issues in in the sector. Social mobility absolutely being one of them. And let's you know, let's get it get it done with one one voice but that's what it needs isn't it one voice to really take action uh, uh, in, in so many different perspectives into, into the whole political arenas for, for our sector Sam you're absolutely right and uh, you know we, we get these sorts of conversations going with people like you and I Sam and and I think we are mirroring the the, the perspectives and and aspirations of our industry um, that we can achieve that because I, I, I think it's it's right up there in the in the priority agendas and and, and long overdue, Absolutely. long overdue for us as a sector. You and I know that, so I'll get involved. <laughs> Me too. Look, we've said it here. So so just um, heading back to the apprentice apprentices and how other people can get in, involved. I know I was looking at I was looking at the um reskilling website um just prior to us recording this conversation i think it said they've raised five million five million from um from people so far but if there's a, a billion pound um levy pots out there that number can be much bigger can't it so if there are other um real estate firms listening to this today and thinking oh hang on a minute we've got a big pot that's just sat there i'd like to do something something with it um how do they get involved? Well, um, take a look at London Progression Collaboration. Um, it's all there, uh, as you'll imagine, with the, the sponsors behind it. It's been very, very well set up. Um, incredibly proactive uh, individuals within there who are very easy to deal with. Um, make it very easy to deal with and in a very gentle but persistent way mm -hmm. um, they they very much follow through and uh, and look to look to have an ongoing relationship um, and and Sam you know coming out of that relationship we are in ongoing conversations with the team over our own agendas of apprentice um, exploration because we're, we're into the world of data and how do we bring young people in with developing those skills? What can we do with our existing cohort of, of people um, in terms of upskilling them in, in other areas? 
Um, so, you know, the operational side that we can bring in young accountants, administrators, you know, trying different routes of bringing in different skill sets to the sector. And they are putting us in touch with trading organizations that can help us with that. Um, so, you know, it, it's it's really expanded our horizons. Um, so, yeah, just look up London Progression Collaboration and uh, make that first call. Um, and uh, uh, people will be uh, pleasantly surprised um, as to how easy and valuable it is in terms of, you know, understanding what's involved with the levy, the, 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 the bandwidth to it, and uh, the players within it, as, as, as you'll appreciate. You know, you go into this and, and suddenly you've got all sorts of um, platform providers, but because they come sitting behind um, a platform like the London Progression Collaborate, you feel that confidence of, okay, they've worked with them, they know what they're providing, the standard is good. Um, so it's going to be, you know, a, a really useful trigger for us to get motoring around using the, 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 the levery elsewhere within the organisation. Fantastic. And your message to anyone who's sat on the fence right now about um, what they should what they should do? Inaction is my greatest fear, Sam, because it's the easiest thing to be on that list of, of to do's that becomes <laughs> replaced by other things. And, you know, we are talking about across our industry significant amounts of levy pots, which some businesses might not recognize they've got to the scale that they've got it. And it accumulates every year. And it's only there to be used for two years and then then Treasury takes it back again. So my request is please, please just look at what you've got, make these calls and start mobilizing that can because it's sitting there for a lot of businesses doing nothing <laughs> because with the best will in the world you've only got it there to fund training and for most businesses it's not about the training it's about the cost of employing and which is where the, the 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 it's not set up in the right way and hopefully we we will see some change with that but in the meantime please 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 just see what you've got sitting there make the call um, it's not going to take a lot of time and you could be making a difference to young people in London who are desperate to get themselves on some sort of career ladder and some sort of training. And you're opening up that and what a great, you know, what a great position for all of us to be able to say that we've enabled just one, two, three young people. Absolutely. After... After a year of um, feeling maybe locked up and and uh, um, uh, unable, uh, I think taking action and enabling is such a great thing to Absolutely. to do. We all need we all need to feel a little better. Um, so I think uh, if there's if there's anything people can do, then they most definitely should. Well, thanks so much for joining us um, on the EG Property Podcast and talking with such passion. It's always great to hear, and I think. You know, with more people like you in this industry, we will shift that dial and um, we will be active. So thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you for giving me a voice. Um, really enjoyed it.
Thank you for joining us for this episode of the EG Property Podcast. We hope you found the content insightful and helpful. If you'd like more of the same and to keep up with all the latest news, views, analysis and research that the EG Group has to provide, be sure to sign up to all of our property podcasts and subscribe to Radius Data Exchange for unlimited access to all of our content and comprehensive commercial real estate data. Thank you.